This is a HeadGum Podcast. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. Hello and welcome to Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dalton. Hello, Jack. Yeah, hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin is there for you from your solid poops to your stinky goops. For all your poop needs, think of us to keep that anus clean. Charmin Toilet Paper. <laughs> that was from Alex Morgan. Alex, thank you. Love it. What was the first uh, line again? Uh, Charmin is there for you uh, f- uh, from your solid poops to your stinky goops. <laughs> I like that especially because uh, goop is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, website. I and think that's my- what he's referring to. Yeah. 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 For your, what comes out after you eat a goop recommended web, yeah, uh, recipe? Yeah, when you eat a Gwyneth Paltrow recipe, I actually quite like the recipes. So. They're delicious. They're amazing. But you will poop. They're gonna Maybe be, that's part of the point. They're going to be fibrous. Yeah. It's called goop. <laughs> I mean, when you think about that, yeah. like this, this, such a, this proper woman who's, who's just giving you the, the high class problems and solutions, and she called her website goop. Yeah, loud and clear. Yeah. We hear you, Gwyneth. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, so, Alex, thank you for sending us that uh, tweet. That was an email that Alex sent to us. So, and uh, we love getting all your Charmin slogans. Keep sending them to us. Uh, send, talk to us on dutycallswithdougmanagemail.com. Send us your emails. Tweet at us, at the Doug Mand and at Jack Dolden. That's D-O-L-G-E-N. And call us on the shit hotline at one seven eight six. hold it N. That's letter N. Um, we love getting your calls, your tweets, your emails. We read them all. We listen to them all. And uh, and your Charmin slogans, just keep them coming. They're just getting better and better. They really are. They're real, It's really impressive. Um, I want to bring something up. Uh, uh, a couple episodes ago, I don't know exactly which one I brought up, uh, a listener who... T- who told a whole story about working in a lab, but then said that she was embarrassed and she wouldn't talk about the show. And she told, like she said, I, I tell the people- shit, the poop lab, right? This the is poop lab, fecal, exactly. Fecal yeah, samples. Molly at the poop lab. Yeah. And, it's, and, and, and I picked the part of the story where, where, I, where I just, my, my, I couldn't handle the fact that she told people that it was the moth, not duty calls. <laughs> and, yes, I remember And that. as soon as I brought that up, I was like, you're going to regret saying this. This is, why would you do this? This person likes the show. Right. Why would you shame them? As soon as I said it. Yeah. And then, of course. What happened? I got a response from Molly where she wants to clarify. And she's like, I just want you to know that, like, I do tell everyone about the show. <clears throat> I just didn't want to get fired. She has a boss who's very uptight. And... <clears throat> has already gotten mad at her before about telling shit stories. So I feel terrible. Uh, Molly, I'm so sorry that my own, uh, my own shit got in the way. Uh, and, <laughs> and you have every right to tell people whatever. And, uh, you, know, you know, you can tell them you listen to anything you want. And uh, we just appreciate you listening. And so I'm sorry, but we're all growing here. That's right. This, this is- show is about growth and it's a constant battle. And we're all fighting ourselves. And really, I, we all have... Little, you know, reptilian minds mm. that, that just eat at each other. And, and right. you know, I couldn't hear the story. All I heard was the one thing where I was like, <laughs> oh, she's embarrassed by us? We're not good enough for her? <laughs> Which is crazy. And I recognize that and I apologize. Molly, I'm sorry. Uh, you're the best. She was generous enough to, to reach out and clarify. That was very uh, yeah. generous. Of that was that was very generous of her, yeah. her, and I appreciate it. And uh, I mean, it taught nice, me a lesson. It's nice to know that we got really quality people working in these fecal labs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm serious. There's high caliber people working in there. Yeah, listen to this show too. We got what? friends in high places. That's true. Working on low subjects. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, so thank you for for emailing us, Molly, and please keep everyone keep uh, emailing and calling and tweeting. Um, we got a great show for you today. We got uh, Michael Penny is on, and he's a he's a TV writer, and he's he's just fantastic. Uh, I, I met him a while ago, and and getting him on the and he, and he was a fan of the show, and getting him on was just was really wonderful, and we had a great conversation. I think you're really gonna dig it. Here he is, Michael Penny. We're here with Michael Penny. Michael, thank you for coming on the show. Um, I, I actually did not tell Jack the story, but Michael, uh, I met at at a roundtable, and he sought me out because he was a fan of the show. Oh. I have to tell you how <laughs> rare that is for yeah. me. I wish it happened more because um, I am I I love I I want to love myself. I hate myself, but um, it made me feel so cool that like. Someone else was listening to the show. Someone I I respected, thought it was funny in the in the room. Uh, it made me feel very good. But that was years ago. And then you reached out to me recently to give me the name of someone else to do the show. Yes. And I'm like, do you have a story that you want to tell? And uh, and and you you inched your way into doing this. I'm so happy you're here. Mike. Yeah. And I and honestly, I did have I knew I had a story to tell, and I knew that because the first time I ever told anyone the story was after. Um, uh, here, listening to the podcast and listening to first listening to people I knew. There was a lot of friends of mine who, who, who've, who, been, on the show. who've been on the show, and the, the 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 stories just you know they vary from. I don't I haven't listened to all of. I have listened to a great deal of the episodes. I don't know if there's any that touch on some of the area. There's definitely some that I'm just kind of like I feel like I've been a lot of different people at different uh-huh. times, and sometimes also didn't really. Uh, Remember stuff until uh, until I, I heard somebody say, was, "Yeah, I had actually had an experience like that, or I used to be able to do that, or I used to." Right, be able to do right. That. Yeah, yeah. It brought, it brought back things that maybe you had pushed down deep. Yeah, exactly. And uh, th- this one always has always been there. It has been the the story that I will eventually tell. Um, I, I think I want to ramp myself up into it a little bit. Also, huh. just to kind of tell you a little bit about my shit story because uh, <laughs> this show has been a very um, instrumental in me kind of piecing that together because I never was somebody who was comfortable with shit. I never was somebody who thought shit was funny, uh-huh. uh, which I, even as a kid, it was like a thing where, and it's not probably that uncommon, but I, I wasn't a prissy kid or anything, but I definitely uh, did not um, did not enjoy when people joked about shitty and I didn't enjoy when, uh, I didn't like when I had to shit, I would only shit at home and I would hold in. And actually, you had a recent guest that, uh, that uh, made me realize I had never been diagnosed with this, but I, I think I suffered from fecal hoarding. They have those, ah, those, oh, we've talked sure. about fecal hoarding with a couple people. Yeah, uh-huh. And um, I didn't know, I mean, I knew I was constipated as a kid. I knew it. I mean, it's, you, you sit there where you have it, sh- Holding it in. Holding it in and it comes out like a, like a, like a, like a, a ball with or, knuckles. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and, it's, it's, <laughs> and then it only makes you hate shitting even more Absolutely. because when it happens, it's, yes. it's, it's, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of being like, shitting is just painful. Yeah, and unlike with the affliction that you guys suffer from, like, yeah. it's not hard to hold that kind of shit in because yeah. it's like, it's oh, hard you have to, to get just your butt. Yeah, exactly. And then there, so I, I, I was familiar with the sensation of having to um, run to, uh, not run to the bathroom, but oh, I need to go to the bathroom when I get home. But I had no fear of shitting my pants because I knew that, like, even when I got there, I was going to have to work. It'd be to get a process. It out. Yeah. Do you, um, in terms of your upbringing, was it a kind of a, a stricter home, or is there a little more? Did, what, did anyone talk of poop? Did your uh, mother, father, siblings, no, or not? I don't think that they didn't. It was just kind of like uh, I think that just kind of like I, I don't know. I look at it. Like, 
there was not a lot of talk about shit, but there was a lot of the, the bathroom. It wasn't the greatest shit situation as far as uh, our situation, I guess. The, as you the actual say. bathroom? <laughs> the actual bathroom in the, the house was, I, I actually just looked this up because I was convinced that I've never lived in an apartment small of this, but I have. It's like, it was like almost 1,100 square feet, but I mean, it, and we had a total of six kids. Oh, wow. that's a lot. That's not, a lot. Wow. Yeah, but not when I was growing. They, they, my, some of my siblings are a lot older than me and were out of the house before I was using the toilet. Uh-huh. So there were, there were me and two brothers for the most part there when, and my three older siblings were, were already out of the house. But I, I'm thinking and about- how many it, bathrooms? One, ba- oh, one bathroom. Well, th- three okay. boys. Three boys. And the parents sharing the bathroom or three boys? All- oh, no, no. Three boys and, so, and the parents sharing the bathroom. So five people sharing one bathroom. Five people sharing is, one yes. bathroom. Yeah. Not a lot of privacy. Not a lot no. of time Small, either. So no. you're on top of each other. Probably, you know, you could hear everything. In the- no wonder- Right off the bat, you don't like shitting. Yeah, yeah, but it's funny that I would wait to get home to shit. You know what I mean? Like, because sure, it, that's I mean, true. When I came home after school, it wasn't a big deal because there was, you know, usually my brother might be home, but there was no, it wasn't a. Yeah. It's the most. There privacy wasn't you a could lot. Get. Yeah. It's the most privacy you could yeah. get too. And yeah, and the, and the thing about the house was it was literally it was eleven hundred square feet and literally square, like three bedrooms, living room. I know people can't see my <laughs> living room. Uh, Hallway that the bedrooms kind of came off in the bathroom right there, then the kitchen dining room. If you had the door open, you could have a conversation with someone in any room except for maybe my parents' mm-hmm. bedroom. But then yeah, if you yelled, you could you actually could. work on the pot roast while you were taking a dump. <laughs> yes. well, that's why they call it a pot roast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was a rump it, roast. <laughs> and it was and it was definitely one of those doors. It had a lock. I believe it was one of the only doors in the house, and it had a lock. But it was one of those ones that the lock barely kept. Like so, and you're sitting there, and the door would open and hit you in the knee, and it was uh, nobody ever knocked. It was just kind of like yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a welcoming bathroom. Yeah, and um, so and I, I I actually also think that I think where it stems from honestly is is. I cared too much about what girls thought. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that as like, oh, I was in elementary no, school. Like, I just, probably even to this day, and I'm married, I'm just kind of like the idea of like, so when, when friends, and you always have friends, especially guys who love to fart, burp, and talk about <laughs> shit. I actually have a friend who, who is uh, just a, a shit criminal, really. He, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 uh, uh, he's done some, I, I don't want to bring him, but I think you guys would ask me to leave if I told, started telling you his stories. <laughs> Can you give us one thing that he did that made him shit, a shit criminal? Because um, that's a... Shit on a paper, we were out, at a... At, um, some girlfriends that we went to high school with at a place at the beach, like for beach week, uh, we didn't. And uh, so we were staying there. Right. They were nice enough to let us stay there in their, their high-rise condo they were staying in. And he shit on a paper plate and oh. dropped it off the balcony onto the hood of a car oh. to, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> It wasn't you, and even if it wasn't, I stayed friends with him. Uh, So we got kicked out of there. He's my best man. Well, here's the thing about it, too. This guy, this guy, uh, um, uh, he married one of those girls. So it was the thing of like my thing. It worked. Yeah, it absolutely. He was the funny guy. (laughs) The wrong lesson. You know what? He gives our show a bad name. Like, because we don't condone this kind of behavior. Yeah. I don't find that funny. No, no, exactly. That's shit terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's he the opposite. married one of these girls. He should not have been yeah. rewarded for that. No, no. or it, it, she, you know, she or, does it too. No, she is yeah. actually. She would not. I, I won't basically say his name because of she. She does not like any of these stories. She does not like. Uh, it. She knew them all along. And got it. Uh, so he married the but person even, that would shame but him. But by the way, even the, the wedding where I met my wife. So now you're talking about you know in our thirties. He was staying at the hotel room across the hall. And uh, we came home, and there was like a Domino's box outside of the thing, and nothing was in it. But then the next day, he told us like, "Oh, just so you guys know, I shit in that box and left it there, and then realized, 
Oh shit! Because he went home before us from the from the uh, wedding. He was like, <laughs> and, and he was like, then he was laying in bed thinking, how could this come back? To help me, of course. He it's was gonna... in his thirties. He yeah, shouldn't yeah. have Domino's box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then thought better of it and went and flushed it. Didn't think he better thought of it. better of it. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, he's not here, but what makes someone need to do that? I, I'm I'm not smart enough to try to 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 for someone to sh- to shit into a box or to a plate to show it to you get know, like this is be, past teenage. Be, yeah. He's it, in his thirties. Mm. That's. It'd yeah. be interesting to have someone like that on a, a shit. Shit criminal, maybe a reform shit criminal, someone where we could re- really go into prison and interview yeah. the the mind of yeah. the mind of a criminal. You yeah. know? This because is, I don't this is what relate that, to it and I can't imagine yeah. what this is. This is what that Soderbergh shows. This is what Mindhunters is about. This is right? exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It's most um, of the time talking about it. Well maybe maybe off them. off mic we'll we'll see if we can get this guy to talk I, about it yeah. because it's it there's something going on. Yeah. Um, but okay, so I'm getting a, a we're getting a picture of your your upbringing and uh, and also your uptightness about it. You you equated with with girls being grossed out yeah, by it. And if and guys are that. talking about it, my friends, like, you know, any of that stuff, like you know, if you th- they're going to think I do it or they're going to think of me sure. doing it or something like That's that. It's just like, and I also think there's a lot of, uh, and you guys have probably thought about this a lot. A lot of. Um, I, you, you you just had a baby, right? Just had a baby. Yeah, yes. and yeah, you don't have kids. No, but you've seen. I'm sure you've all seen kids when they have to shit in their diaper, go yeah. and hide behind the plant, and and it's yes. it's shame. It's it's definitely inborn. Yeah. But I also think that it's kind of adults' responsibility to, uh, like, with my kids, I do whatever I can. I mean, I have, by the way, having kids is what probably really got me over shit. I mean, uh-huh. I, I haven't taken a shit alone since 2008. <laughs> <laughs> now you invite them in. Uh, you know, they yeah, don't even have just to like, be in there. Yeah. There's no point of having a lock. They just no. pick it. No, come you, on, honey. Dad, daddy, needs to, daddy needs to shit. You can't even shit I'm alone. I'm fine out here. Just I, come on in. I, that I sounds probably, like a Steve Martin movie. Yeah, <laughs> now I can I kind of can now because my well, my one son still, he's, he's, he's five. He'll come find me and then he opens the door and he's like, hey, dad. But when I, our first son, <laughs> and my wife and I, by the way, too, I was still, both of us, like when we'd go, when we first started dating, um, it, it was long distance, we would go to uh, a hotel and we would both use the lobby. We wouldn't go. Wow. Did you talk you, about it? Yeah. Later, we didn't talk about it then. So it was an unspoken. Yeah. And it was just like you knew where she went, she knew where you we went. We kind of got to the thing of just kind of like somebody would go, like, why don't you uh, go down? It was just like, so she, would, she wouldn't go as much as I did because I knew what I was going to do to the bathroom. She doesn't have any problems. She's actually, <laughs> yeah. she, would, she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand, like, uh, I, my, 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 uh, my, sh- my shitting has changed over the years. I don't, sure. uh, and so I have had the mad rushes to the bathroom. She, doesn't think shit's funny, she, but she'll laugh her ass off. She doesn't understand it. She's like, she's never been surprised by a shit. She shits at 5.30 in the morning, and that's it for Every the day. day. Every day. I mean, I'm sure she's missed some days here or there, but it's I like... Mean, must be nice. But also... Uh, I'm married I, to I would, the Terminator? I would venture to say, you, maybe you wouldn't know anyway. Yeah, she you might know? not tell you. She might not it's say the, anyway. It's those people with the, with the, the bodies in the basement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, the silent killers. Yeah, yeah. but at this point... <laughs> hey, I, hey, look, yeah. I'm not saying... We're not yeah, saying... Yeah. But, 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 saying but, but we are saying there's but, a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but to, be safe. To that, it's like, I feel like... And, and I, there was, you've, I know you've had episodes about this, about the kindness of adults when a kid shits their pants. Mm-hmm. Of, like, of like not... Uh, I had one experience like that that I didn't really think about much until. So I, as my, as a kid, I don't remember having to run to the bathroom that much. Mm-hmm. I don't remember having to worry about like, oh my god, I'm gonna shit my pants. Well, you were hoarding, so you yeah. had you were constipated mostly. Yeah, and then but there's the diarrhea, which I put in a different category, which happens in that 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 uh, 
that um, which by the way, I, I think that's what you're. I listened to the one with your girlfriend last night. Yes, and then my God, man, that, that, that was diarrhea, right? Like I think that diarrhea where yes. it's like it's not really shit. It's like it's a, yeah, it's a different consistency. It's some it's, other, it's some it's other so, beast. It's another world. Yeah. It's from something, some other place. <laughs> yeah. um, but as I was walking up, I was trying to picture that uh, where where that. Yeah, all we'll went show down. you. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you exactly. What I, it is. I, she, I gotta tell you, as I walked up today, I was thinking about it too. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is what a. But, but also, I have to say, uh, she seems very cool to me, and for the fact. That that like most guys when their girlfriend moves in they're looking for you to uh, put a ring on it she wants you to put your sphincter on it <laughs> <laughs> I, think you, I think you should marry her <laughs> 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 that's all she wants that's all she wants she, she wants, just wants uh, to make sure that that, that, you're, that I'm satisfied whatever that, that means that your butt is in her, on her finger <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want, but I did have an experience of the first uh, until the, the 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 before I'd ever experienced anything like that. I was uh, um, one of uh, one of my best friends. Yeah, we had just become friends. We were probably eight years old, uh, seven eight years old. He was like a year older. He was a really like cool kid, and I you know was happy to be friends with him. And his parents were divorced, so one weekend I got to go spend a Saturday night with his uh, at his dad's in Maryland. We lived mm. in Northern Virginia. Wasn't that far away, but to me at the kid time, the kid was, he was yeah. far away, and like, uh, and you're you just I didn't even know what a divorced dad was going to be like. I just assumed that like uh, he was probably not going to be very nice because otherwise, why would he be divorced? <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, love, I love that child mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> must be a Nazi. Yeah, and uh, well, so, I know one thing about him is a failure. Yeah. <laughs> Marriage is super easy. There's just no reason you shouldn't be married. <laughs> and we got to we got to his. I don't even think we went to his place yet. Like he had a townhouse or something. I don't think we had gone there yet. We stopped to play soccer at a park before even going to his house. And I just out of nowhere shit my pants. <laughs> and I was no like, warning. And I didn't know what. There was nothing to. I didn't think I brought it. I didn't bring a change of clothes. This was literally an overnight going to sleep, and then you're going to go home the next day. And uh, I, I told him, and I, I'm assuming I'm going to get yelled at because it's like you, you know, told you, the dad. Yeah, yeah, and I get yeah, and, and he. I mean, he couldn't have been nicer. And as mm-hmm. look now, like, could have been nicer. And also, like, and the friend, you know, I, he, he couldn't have been, like, he, as far as I know, he didn't tell any of our friends when we got wow. back. As an eight-year-old, that's pretty that's advanced. Huge, Although yeah. he might have, too, though. I have no okay, idea. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I stopped having friends pretty quickly. He did stay that. friends. But I just remember, the one thing I remember is that uh, it was, like, a really nice night. Like, I, he, I took a shower. <laughs> he washed my clothes. Oh, and, and, oh, and up there, that's and really nice. We played nice. cards. and that, I never saw him again in my life. And you know what? <laughs> he sounds really nice. Maybe he wasn't divorced. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it, it must was just like, like a secret agent. Or <laughs> you said you said this was Washington. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, um, and it was, uh, I, but I do recall like that. Uh, he was nicer to me than anyone at my house uh, when I shit in the toilet. <laughs> I, I, I wish mom and dad were divorced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Well, but, that says a lot. Yeah, but, that lays those foundation here. Yeah. So up until then, I don't think. I mean, after that, I don't really. It was kind of like not until my, I'd say my twenties that things really started to change um, with uh, shitting. And I'd say that I, I still got constipated a lot, but it usually came out in a different form. It came out in like, you know, soft serve, like, you know, uh-huh, it was right. it, you know, just uh, dense. And I would go a couple of days without taking a shit. And then when I did, it was 
a fucking horrendous, like the, the smell. I mean, most people wouldn't know what I'm talking about. I have a feeling you guys do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, but it's just like that one of those, and that's for me, that's why I'm in the lobby at the hotel with my, you know, it's like, I, yeah. I and it's, uh, that, and, that, that constipated backup that turns into just, into just softer. It, it, oh, it just feels like the shit gave up. Yeah. yeah. Like it was like, I'm not coming out. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I, I yeah. actually have the body gave up. The, it's out. like, the, just stop putting deodorant on. Yeah. Stop showering. Let his hair, let the fucking facial hair grow. It's just like whatever. Got a condo. Yeah. yeah. I have a feel, I do, but I do think a lot of. The, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I think that, that this happened. And one of them is that drinking. I think that that's a big sure, part sure, of, it, of like yeah. the heavy drinking and uh, and um, coffee. Like I started drinking. Starbucks came about around sure. then, and I'm drinking like much stronger coffee. A lot of it. And, Starbucks and, changed the must have changed the toilet paper industry. Like I mean, it's amazing <laughs> the, what Starbucks affected outside of coffee. When you yeah, think about right. how just globally the economy that Starbucks right. shifted, yeah. it's really yep. it's quite impressive. Absolutely, there's a ripple effect. Yeah, and, and I would, rolls and rolls. I would do <laughs> stuff like drink. I would drink like a triple espresso on ice, and then so that's the thing of like I grew up with a stomach like I really could handle most anything, and I wasn't really so. But then you start doing you know doing that, and then eating, and then just kind of like any time that I had a mad dash to the bathroom, it was my own fault. It wasn't. It wasn't like. Got it. Uh, there, but although I think I did figure out I'm. Uh, Allergic or whatever, I have a sensitivity to a very big uh, uh, red onions. Oh, I eat red onions okay. instantly. I have to run. I've, I've actually abandoned my car uh, with somebody in it, but <laughs> on Ventura to run into Kukuroo on the way back from sushi because it was like it was just ran into Kukuroo on the way back from sushi. Yeah, it was. Oh. Like, it just, I only knew about Kukuroo. Kukuroo's only good for shit. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken is Kukuru's gone, right? Yeah, it is gone now. That was so good, though. I don't yeah, agree with I liked you that it, it for a while. You didn't like Kukuru? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting for. Uh, there's. No, maybe. Uh, have you ever done that? Have you eaten chicken. there or do you only shit there? I've only had takeout from there and, sh- and shit in. <laughs> shit in takeout. You know, there's a, there's a vicious cycle that affects shit that happens with heavy drinking and coffee because mm-hmm. it's like you drink a lot, you're hungover, you, get, you, you, you drink a lot of coffee to deal with the sort of like get yourself back. Together uh, emotionally the next, up day, yeah, your head. the next day, and then you end up just basically putting just alcohol, More. coffee, alcohol, caffeine, alcohol, caffeine. Yeah, they can they can really uh, they can stir You're things. Putting up. in two things that like to fight with each other. Exactly, I'll tell you one th- needs the other. Yeah, and I'll tell you a third thing that does that exact same thing is cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate. It's the ultimate laxative. Yes, it's yes. cut with laxatives. It right? is, but I also I, I, I it, it most certainly is. And actually, looking back now, I hope it was all laxative. Looking back, like yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping that that's what. It was. Yes, and and it, for sure that that's. But I also think like I wonder how much of that is really affected because I think if they could, they would put cocaine in baby lax. I, I I believe that cocaine is a stronger laxative than baby laxative, probably. It's just based it's, on what you well well based on like because any, the, any the anytime stimu- you shit yeah yes and the stimulant of like like if coffee has that effect and other you know, these things have that effect like this is like it, it, I, you know so yeah either way like there's no question I've heard a lot of people talk about this of like that their shit has changed for life because of how much cocaine cocaine they, they do. oh no kidding oh well, Dave I Cross talks about, about it I I don't know Dave Cross he's talked about it on on podcast before right. he says he has loose stool now because of all of the drugs he did that's what's it, the timer set to you do a line or two you, you do some cocaine. How long you have until you're in the it's on the real, toilet? There was sometimes there were sometimes when I would start to have to shit just on the way back from the dealer's house. You, 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 start, <laughs> getting, you start getting that, and I got to tell you, like as a guy who's been constipated his whole life, I didn't hate it. Like I, 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 there was a part of me thinks that I like cocaine so much because, because of that well, it made me shit. That's right, interesting like that. too. That's something that's not talked about. Yeah, it's like yeah, because it it frees you up in 
not only emotionally, a lot of people like cocaine because they become more social yeah. or they think they become more social yeah. or more interesting, yeah. but also- Well, you feel more confident. You, and you're letting go. Right. You, like, I don't, I, maybe, yeah. I don't know, but, yeah. they, but because to be constipated, to be a shit hoarder is to hold on tight. To take to do drugs, you know, you, when you hear people talk about yeah. cocaine, they talk about like I, I like talking to people. I'm yeah. I'm confident. I can yeah. you know. Talk I like for the you. idea that a constipated person to be confident for a constipated person is to have a shit attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you started liking cocaine. Yeah, and it was uh, and there was times where like it had, I had had dabbled with it before. It it always ends up bad. Like I I drank for you know. Before my adult, I drank, you know, steadily through from uh, teenage years and had the capacity to handle it. But then you throw cocaine in the mix, and it's just not going to last long. You're gonna well, you can drink a lot more. When yeah, you that's coke. the problem. Yeah, exactly. And then you wake up the next day and you feel like shit, and you're like, oh, I know it would make me feel better. Not not immediately right. wake yeah. up, but you give yourself a little bit of time, and yeah. get some coffee, <laughs> uh-huh. you bridge the gap, yeah. and then yeah, you wake up, you have a breakfast burrito, then it's time for some yeah. more coke. And then so this uh, this. It, things started to spin out of control in the early 2000s. Like uh, 2005, I um, I landed in a treatment in a in a mm-hmm. rehab facility in a, in Tarzana. Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah. Not exactly the. Uh, and it was for the, the the cocaine alcohol, not for the shit attack. No, right. Right. <laughs> just want to be clear. Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> but you talked about that in group. I helped. <laughs> I ended up in this place, and it was kind of it was so. It's like were it's, you with your wife at this point? Oh no, I had not, no, I was not. This is uh, this is like thirteen, was thirteen years ago, to two thousand, yeah, two thousand five. Okay. So I, I'm going into this place in Tarzan. Another friend takes me there, drops me off. I I remember checking in. It's a nice lobby, and it's you know it's a very you know you're in an administrative office, and the friends doing most of the talking because I'm not sober at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and he uh, and the, I remember the woman's on the phone, and she's talking about checking me in upstairs. And they, 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 she asked, they asked like, um, uh, uh, South Wing or North Wing? And she was like, definitely North Wing. And I was like, well, what's the, what, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And she was like, you'll see, you'll see when you go. You'll see. And so basically, she's like, what it is is uh, the other wing was basically homeless. It was a lot uh-huh. of homeless people, which I, I'm not yeah. uh, unsympathetic to the homeless. Right? But it was like, it, it, and I didn't have an issue with it. It was just like, yeah. that was a, I saw what they were talking about. That the place was very clinical. It was very. It was not a, a Malibu spa type place. It wasn't it was, a huggy kind of place. It was no, like the, yeah. it was clean. It was like two hallways. Uh, Tarzana canteen. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're, you don't yeah. go to a luxurious no, rehab in Tarzana. No, yeah. and, the, and, the, and there was a canteen where you could buy stuff. And they, you know, in a and uh, phone cards could sell. You know, you, you couldn't bring your cell phone in, but you could have a phone card. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know the last time I saw one of those. And uh, and. So basically, I get there, and I immediately I'm like this a little freaked out by the place. It feels like very, you know, like cuckoo's nest a little mm-hmm. bit. And there was some very nice people there. And there was a, my my roommate. I had a, had a roommate. He was an 18 year old kid who was busted with heroin, but he didn't. He seemed like he was at the end of his uh, stay. He was very social. He was rarely ever in the room, which was great because all I was doing was. Uh, sleeping and trying to shit because I hadn't done cocaine. <laughs> oh, your stimulants were gone. And I also think that there's a possibility that, uh, you know, they, they give you Klonopin and other things like that. The, mm-hmm. this, the new stuff they had me on might have been, but it was yeah. it was as bad as I'd had it where you're just literally were a kid. standing over water. I mean, worse than that because I don't even, fe- I just feel like I have to shit, but there's nothing even like approaching, you know, oh. the exit. There's nothing worse than yeah. sitting on a toilet without even a guy, a little 
turtle poking through. Yeah. How long of a stretch do you think you went there? Like, how long were you going for? Well, I, I th- well, I'm pretty. It was either it was either it was either three or four days. It was it was one of the two because I can't remember how long I stayed because I, I uh, just to, were you going I, for with from with, uh, withdrawal too? I don't think that's the thing is that uh, um, cocaine isn't isn't yeah. physically addictive. It's yeah. very psychologically addictive, and, right. and as you know, alcohol can be physically addictive. But I, I don't. I was a binge drinker, and it was like you know I might have been had a little shaky, but nothing. It wasn't like I was, you know, mm-hmm. yep. needed alcohol. But uh, that's the, the, with the thing of the place, like there were a lot of people coming off of heroin there, which I, I have never done heroin. I've never, I know more about it now, I think just because of all the opioid stuff that's, mm-hmm. that's uh, uh, but it was, uh, it's, the, so the kid, he definitely had already kicked. He wasn't like going through right, anything he wasn't whatever. And he was kind of seemed happy to be there. He was hanging out, the, you know, out the patio. Mm-hmm. He was really in the room. Great. It was, and he couldn't have been nicer. And uh, so I went to sleep, I'd eat, and I'd try to shit. I'd sitting over water or laying in bed. And, uh, and then um, a couple of days in, I, I was starting to get a little anxious that nobody was giving me any counseling. You know, that, that's, that's all you were doing That's there? really, yeah, they, just they had meetings. out there? They had meetings, yeah. It, it, did you not have to go to meetings? Uh, I did. I, I, I would go to them. I, there was nobody, they were re- very understaffed. They weren't really, there was nobody going room to room to make sure you were going to the meetings. They're like, if you want right. to go to a meeting, you go to a meeting. Interesting. So this is pretty hands off, very much. And and I and I was like, part of me was kind of like, okay, fine. I'll just sleep through this. I'll get you know whatever. And, and did you and, think you had a problem? Did you want to get sober? I I knew I had a problem. I knew that I, things were spinning. I thought you know, but I don't know that I would have sought help myself. Right. I, I think I'd made some phone calls, but never really. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you sober up the next day, and that's the thing. And and. Uh, but I, I, I definitely knew that I needed help. I, and I also recognized very early, this was not the place that I was going to get it, but this is going to keep me from, from, from drinking and, and doing drugs. And um, for a while, and, um, and then so I, uh, they did a room switch because they had a 16-year-old kid coming in uh, and they thought the best place to put him was with the 18-year-old kid, which I totally agree with. I, I, I yeah. know that, that that makes perfect sense. You're sending your kid, 16 year old kid to rehab, put him with the youngest guy, although maybe they become friends. And, then, and yeah. score each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so basically I was moved to a room with a uh, guy who was about going, kicking heroin. And he was, you know, walk in and he's just bug-eyed and just kind of like, just, just, he looks shell-shocked and he oh. looks like, and from what I've heard about heroin, it's, it's horrendous. And it involves a lot of vomiting and diarrhea and we share a bathroom, and oh, I'm waiting. Oh. I'm, so we're, there was a standoff there of like, I was going into the bathroom and going from bed to the bathroom. He didn't leave the room. He just kind of stood there and just kind of looked straight. He didn't straight. He like looked. He knew what was coming, you know. You know, pain wise, mm. oh. whatever the mm. whole thing, uh, or he or he'd heard or whatever. But so there were times like I'd go to the bathroom and I come out of the bathroom. And he's looking at me, or if I'd like start to look at the bathroom, he looks at me, looks at the bathroom. I just knew that we were going. This was not going to work. It but was were like, you going just to sit on the toilet? I was going cause nothing because you, yeah, you felt it, like, but nothing I, I, was happening. Yeah, because I'm eating every meal you guys were too. Having the opposite. Everything yeah. was coming out of him. Nothing would come out yeah, of you. But, but I you don't both know. I don't know if he had started. Maybe he had already started. But I just, I just kind of knew from 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 what I know about coming off heroin that people. Uh, that that's what you do. I don't know if he had started. I'd never saw him go into the bathroom, but I think he was concerned about how much time I was spending in the bathroom. Interesting, um, very interesting. And yeah. I also was a little freaked out about like it wasn't as comfortable anymore that I was. Sure. At least I could had my you know room where the kid was and there. So I went to the office and I said, I, I want to go. I want to go. And they were like, they do the whole thing where they try to st- talk you out of it. They uh, they tell you that um, 
you know, I, they say, go to, I say, I need counseling. This isn't what I came here for. I didn't come here. This was the wrong place for me to get sober. I, I really want to go. And they do everything to talk you out of it. And then she, you know, and I, they say, go to, you know, there's meetings every day, go to the meetings. And I'm like, but I don't have anything in common with these guys. They, they, I don't want to be like, we're not, I, 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 one part, I feel like I'm using resources that they need because these right. people need help more than I do. But at the same time, I was just kind of like, I don't, we're Isn't not, that the attic brain talking to you, though, too? Yeah, oh, for sure, absolutely. There's a hundred reasons I wanted to leave. Yeah. This seemed like a one, and I wasn't telling her just because I really had it. And it wasn't, wasn't, I just wasn't comfortable anymore. The biggest thing was you shitting, though? No, it wasn't. I think it just <laughs> gave, it, 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 it definitely made me the thing. I think I probably would have wanted to leave before, but the roommate situation changed, and it was like, this isn't going to work at all, because now I can't even do that. I can't even, like, uh-huh. I'm just... I need a comfortable place where I can sit on the toilet and not shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How many, how many days in is this? I, I Again, I, I, I think it was... I, I would either stay there for three or four days. Okay. I got there. And if it's not court order or whatever, they have to let you go. Oh, yeah, right? they have to. That's yeah, the they ha- yeah. Got it. And um, so, but they stalled it for a while. They were like, give it, uh, just, you know, we got to do the paperwork, but they didn't want to, you know, go to a meeting. And what was it? They, they, they tell you there's these little um, AAisms or whatever, they, mm-hmm. the, the sayings of like, you know, they, you know go about the meeting. I was like, I have nothing in common with these people. She's like, well, um, you know, look for, the, look for the similarities, not the differences. Mm-hmm. They, these little, and they all make sense, but you don't want to hear them at the time. It's yeah, just sure, like, right. uh, and so they dragged it out and I kept going and, you know, a couple hours later, I'd go back and I'd say, come on, I want, I want to go. I really want to go. And then they, um, they said, okay, well, just, we have, to, we have to just do the paperwork and send it downstairs. So uh, just go get dinner and then you come back and you'll be ready to go. So I go get dinner and I scarf down spaghetti and meatballs. Probably what I've been eating for the last couple of days. Um, and I'm eat, just eating, eating, and I go back and I get to my room and there, uh, the guy, the orderly is there to check me out. And a thing I did mention earlier when I came in, was like either they told us not to bring a suitcase or they took it away and the guy who brought me took it. You, you don't have a suitcase when you come. All my clothes are in a trash bag in a hefty trash bag. The guy's putting them into the hefty trash bag and kind of giving you the, the hard, you know, this is where the tough love comes in. They're yeah. like, you know, you know what you're doing? Like, you're just kind of like saying, you know, you're a grown up, you know what you're doing and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be out of here on your own and you know what you have to do and what you don't have to do. And, uh, and, and then so we're leaving and I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm going to be downstairs in that nice lobby with a nice lady, knew that I was North Wing. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, um, and, you know, I knew they had a nice bathroom down there too because I had peed there before yeah. going upstairs. And uh, and I also needed to call a cab. And so I assume I'm going down there to call a cab. And we're walking down the stairs and then the door opens and we're outside and he shuts the door. And I'm like, I, I have to call a cab. And he just points to a payphone and shuts the door. And now I'm out front in Tarzana um, and there's... Like not a lot. There's no. There's there's cars going by, but there's and the the office is closed. That's why the stall happened. They don't want to make it easy for me to try to come back in. They don't want to make it comfortable for me. This is where the tough love starts. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it seems more like than tough love because it seems just like we don't want people to make a habit of thinking that they can leave and just come back, right? Because it's like well, I think it sends a bad message to the people there. I, I've learned they don't want to they don't want to see see that people, other people leave and do it. Another, well, yeah, exactly. I guess. Wow, what an image of just like being right outside yeah. with a trash bag full of your clothes, yep, and not really fully like sober because yeah. you haven't and you have I guess seven days worth of shit in you. <laughs> And I, uh, so I go to the payphone, I get out my calling card, and I think I only have either a credit card and a debit card with me. I think it was even debit card, because I don't think they took credit cards in the thing. And so I, I can call, a, I'm calling a cab, and I call a cab, and I don't 
I, it's the last, it's like the last call I can make with this card because I'd been checking my messages the whole time just to see, like, thinking the world's falling apart outside mm -hmm. and, like, everybody knows. I mean, you know, just the, the, the paranoia. And uh, as I'm calling the cab, I start to feel it. And it doesn't feel like this isn't, <laughs> this isn't like the, how it was before. And, oh, I know I'm going to be on a center. It's like, no, this is, this is happening. That grease in the meatballs or something or oh, just, like, oh, no. the feeling of maybe coming down the stairs and thinking I'm going to be near a bathroom. I'm okay. And uh, so I, I can't remember if I called the cab. I definitely know I called the cab before what happened. I, I have a cab coming, and my concern is I can't let this cab go because I don't think another cab is going to... I can't call another cab. They're not letting me. I've already tried knocking on the door. There's nobody on the lower level of this place. And I start looking around for what I could possibly do. Like, I've been in situations where, like, oh, got to get my car, got to mad dash to the... Yeah, to yep. the, to the to, uh, home it's an emergency immediately yeah I, it's it's yeah there's not much time here and it's like in a and then i look around and i see there's like a wheelchair ramp that goes up to the to where the office is and there's a trash can and i i i and i and i go over and on the wall right by the trash can security camera pointing right at the trash can like i can shit over there but then the cars are gonna see me and, and then so how much time at this point did you feel like you had I, I, it was, it was getting, now. yeah, yeah, now it was go time. It was and like, I was either got to go outside of the, uh, uh, shit away from the security camera and some, whatever the, or, and I honestly think that looking back on it, trying to justify, I, 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 I think I took the lid off. It was a big trash can. I took the <sighs> lid of the trash can off. It was like one of those hooded things. Yeah. And I dropped my pants and I jumped up there and shit like nobody was watching. <laughs> 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 like legs dangling. Yeah. And Shit it, like nobody's watching. I mean, that's beautiful. It was, and all I could imagine is that the people who just, I just left were up there thinking, do you find the similarities? <laughs> my trash bag shitting in a trash can. Oh, my uh, God. And, I, and, and I, I, I don't think I ever even looked at the camera. I think that I just kind of, and, and, uh, and then I hopped down, uh, took a T-shirt out of my trash bag and wiped my ass with it as best I could. I mean, it was like, when I'm talking about it, it was one of those, it was a mudslide. It was like full on, just like, I, I, you know, I'm sure I made some sort of grunt as it came out. Yeah. And, uh, this is days and days worth of, of cafeteria food, yeah, with uh, with meatball with, pressure, yeah, with the, yeah. yeah. Finally, with the, the chance of meatballs from indeed. The top. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and oh. so I and I know so now a, a cab's coming and I've got it and so I get I do as best to clean up as I can and I is it dark that outside? No, no, it's it's daylight. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like five o'clock on a Sunday in May. There are no trees in Tarzana. Yeah. There's no shade. And that's the thing just... about Tarzana too. Like I've mentioned that too. Like it's May and it's like you know how the valley can be in May. It, it was hot. hot. It was just hot. it was that was another uncomfortable thing about being there in general. It was just I was always hot and just uncomfortable and uh and now I'm you know, I beg. I was like oh, God, I wish I wish I was in there with the heroin addict in the, my own bathroom. <laughs> um, but then this happened and then it's like it's already like. Like, you know, I was already in the most vulnerable place that I've sure. been in, you know, I mean, just kind of like before this, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing about like when you have to shit and what makes us all human is that it is the most vulnerable place you could be in. If you have to shit and you don't have anywhere to shit, it's yeah. like, uh, strips us down to the our very core. Yeah. And so the cat, oh, before the cat falls up, there's the, I get it together and then I put the lid back on it. And, and I think that in my head, I was also thinking like, yes, they saw me shit, but they at least saw that I shit in the trash can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was no, this wasn't an act of vengeance. This yeah. was, although that maybe they could have seen it that way. 
But uh, so then as I go down to, to wait for the cab, uh, a guy, pretty strong out looking guy, kid, looked like he was in his 20s, comes walking up and I, I think he maybe was supposed to check in or wanted to check in or just was showing up walks up the ramp, passes me as I'm going up, lays down on the bench that was right by the trash can and immediately goes, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and walks back around. It, yeah. It and was, didn't, didn't check in? Oh, he couldn't have checked in. I think he was, he was there and I think he was going to be sleeping there probably. I think he was yeah. one of these deals. He showed up. He, I, there was no way to check in. The office was closed. I was just wondering if your shit kept him back oh, in the streets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe scared that of the yeah. I was doing is way better than this fucking place. <laughs> and uh, so then the cab pulls up and he was not very happy to see me with a trash bag at the side of a rehab facility. Sure. I, you know, maybe he's seen, but he, he had that look on his face like I, yeah. he was going to gun it and just, yeah. Because I'm not staying. So then I asked him if he takes a credit card or debit card or whatever, and, and, he, get, and, he, and he said no. And I said, well, can you stop at an ATM? I, you know, and, he, yeah. and he did. And I, and I got in. He stopped at a 7-Eleven right down the, I mean, down the street before he got on the 101. And uh, I go in and uh, use the ATM. And I remember, I don't remember them. 7-Elevens don't have bathrooms other than the, the employee ones. They don't, and they're not public, yeah. that's for damn sure. They let me use it. I said, you I had to take another shit? Oh, I, I think I wanted to clean up a little better. Yeah. I mean, it literally, yeah. it was like I had, I you was just, like caked in my You just used your, sure. your fear shirt to, to wipe yeah. it up. So. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I went in and cleaned out and got the cash. And then he went and, uh, and uh, yeah, he took me home. Jesus. And, I, and I did the drugs that I had around my house before I got checked into rehab. Um, immediately. <laughs> immediately. all just a pre- Yeah, I mean, there's no way I'm going to be so. I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I actually, after that, I did white knuckle it for uh, three months. And then... Uh, a year and a half later, went to a different rehab facility, went a, a nicer one. <laughs> yeah. With a little dignity, but maybe a little too much dignity. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Where you don't end up shitting in the fucking no, 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 trash. You're yeah, yeah. No, no, you're shitting and in the At least they're nice trash cans. <laughs> yeah, oh, some of the nicest trash yeah. can toilets you can find. Yeah, some of the best. <laughs> and the camera's pointed just away from me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, well, I'm curious about something. Yeah, please go ahead. Um, in this sequence in your life, this is obviously a really challenging tough time in your in your life right yeah was was there was the lowest moment of the of that two three year period shitting in that trash can yes is that the lowest was that your rock bottom it it was for sure because (laughs) because it was a thing of like it it was i mean i was amazing yeah i mean because the thing about it was was i think honestly you know there's there's uh i that that was part of my problem being in there too of like these guys a lot of people who were living on the streets and things like that and I'm just like my biggest problem at that time was all my dreams were coming true and I didn't know how to handle it you know it was like a very much a, uh-huh. a coming from a very uh, uh, privileged place of like you know so so it, it, so definitely a lot of the stuff that I needed to deal with was um, was uh, in my head you know and well, I needed you know yeah so it always is yeah it usually is but that's interesting though too because there in a, on a very basic simple level there is. It's far more shaming in, in our society to shit in a trash can than it is to be addicted to coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. That I mean, is awesome. I mean, fucking rock stars, yeah. models, they do coke. They don't shit in a trash can, <laughs> hop up on a trash can in Tarzana yeah. in the broad daylight. Uh, in front of a camera. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's so looked down on. They don't even have rehab facilities yeah. for trash cans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they should, and they should, because I would be checked right in. Um, it's 
the thing I want to talk about, or uh, there's so much. It's very, thank you for sharing it oh. too, because this is. By the way, my wife has never heard this story. Really? <laughs> really? Oh, so you're gonna hear it now. Yeah. When did you start telling this story? It was uh, it was right after uh, right after you did the Brad Copeland um, episode because I'd heard that I'd worked with Brad yeah. and I'd heard that and I was at uh, lunch with two friends. Jamie was one of them. And, Jamie and, Ronheimer, yeah, I, I know from and, your mother and Greg funny. Garcia, who worked on. Uh, so he we, he we, he had heard that story. Jamie, so Jamie was telling us about it. Like, oh yeah, we know that story. Oh, and so you had told it at this point. Oh, Brad no, Copeland's no, no. story. His story. If you haven't heard the Brad Copeland story, it is. It's, yeah. one, it's one for the ages. It's so crazy that it feels like he made it up. It's so amazing. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's but no, he, yeah, he has this here, the irritable, like, like yeah. diagnosed. And like, that, 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 that's the thing about like, I, I actually don't even, I remember when that became, even hearing about that for the first time. Irritable like, bowel Yeah, yeah, that yeah. became about it. I was like, I don't know about that. Like, I've definitely had the time yeah. where I, you know. You're not a that, Jew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, so I told them at, uh, that, at that lunch. And you had never spoken a word. How many years after uh, that, this would have been, uh, without, it was, I, it was 2005 that this happened and this is 2000, probably 13 12 or, 14, or 13. Yeah, 12 yeah, 13. Right, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I carried it, but by the way, yeah. That and, was, was, and it was like when people would, people tell shit stories, you were in rooms, people sometimes, were you always thinking like, oh God, like, would you think about the story and be like, not coming out today. Did you feel yeah. it want to come out? I never, I never, I never even, uh, I, I, I don't even think I ever, no, I, I think there was so much about it of just sitting there thinking like, like that is just really, especially the fact too that I was leaving rehab. <laughs> you know, right. I was actually leaving rehab. Sure, you're leaving. <laughs> yeah. You're not even arriving. Yeah. <laughs> arriving, you're allowed to do it. There was actually a part, there was something I left out in my shit story that I think is worth mentioning because I don't know if this is something you guys have covered too. That the, the shit, the, the shit hoarding and the, 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 the bile that would come out of my, you know, when the, the, yeah. the mud and, and mm-hmm. the, the stench of it. I have always had this fear of like, I already, I'm going to die of colon cancer. I'm convinced that that is going to cause oh. colon cancer to the degree that when I first moved to LA, I got a colonic. Mm. And I, and, I, and, I, and I did it like this, and you're a guy who's uncomfortable with shitting. And it's a pretty big step. That's like. Yeah. And I told that in the room. I told that in the room. I was in thinking that it was going to. when you first moved to LA. Well, you are a Blythe actress. Yeah. So <laughs> that makes sense. Well, but by the way, you told it in a story. This, this shows you how naive I was, and also maybe more embarrassing than anything I've ever, that I've said so far, is that um, I, I felt that uh, Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck had done it. And that nobody would make fun of me. Because- <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm in good company. Stars, they're just like us. So I or told that story. Of, people think of a, a, a Michael Penny like a, like, a Matt Damon, like a Matt Damon type or a Ben Affleck type. <laughs> I uh, I told that in the room and, and it, I got ridiculed for it. And, and by the way, I, I bought a three package. I only did once, and it wasn't because of the ridicule. It was because it was just a bizarre experience. I've never just, experienced it. Have you done? You've never had a chronic. I've been, but but I know people who swear by them. Um, it felt good. I mean, it didn't feel good, but it was like it just like you, you know you have a hose in your ass, and then they're pumping you full of water. You can fill yourself. Oh, I've done up. that. Oh, <laughs> that's, just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just Friday night for Jack. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pay good money for that. Watching the shit go down the uh, the little there's a little like uh, 
glass tube that runs along. And yeah, it's long division. Watching it, you're, yeah, you're watching the big chunks of shit go through. Oh, and you're like, this uh, might be this might be incorrect information, but I've always had in my mind that those aren't really that good for you. I, I don't know. There, if that's, there's I've heard there's different, yeah, different schools of thoughts on the side that there's good things in shit that the uh, you know and that cleaning it out leaves you with. Out the bacteria that you want, or out the. I've actually well, I've had theories. I think was we were talking about what changed my digestive thing to where the shit stopped resisting and and, and come out like hard and, and you know dissolves into mud. Mm. I there's got to be and the, I'm sure there's there's stuff on this of like your your the, the the bacteria and stuff that you have and your I'm mm-hmm. sure changes over time with the and you know with your diet and as you get older and constitution. But I also think it has to do with your mind, yeah. because that's what I wanted to talk about for a second. Um, you said, um, as I'm walking out, and I, 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 the door opens, shuts, and I realize I have to shit. Um, mm. And you said, you know, it must have been the oil. You had the same oil. Yeah, you're right. You, had, you couldn't, right. Sh- I mean, this is not a, an accident. This is not like being like, well, I guess it's time to shit, and it just so happens to be the time I'm leaving. Yeah. Rehab yeah. early. I mean, it's, it's within minutes. Yeah. You didn't shit for four Days. Yeah. You spent so much time. You ate all the same foods. This was had nothing to do with what you ate, right. and I, in my belief, and it had everything to do with what was going on emotionally yeah. with you. And I don't know that I'm smart enough to know what that means. Well, but, well, the but, first thing that comes to my mind is the word resistance. Yes, because from your story, we know that you weren't really ready yet, yeah, right? For sure. So, like when you were in there, you were there's a certain amount, whether conscious or not, there's resistance to. Yeah, uh, changing your life. Yes, yeah. right. And holding on. Right, and so with resistance, there is. I mean, physically, to me, like clen- uh, re- retaining, clen- mm-hmm. clenching that that you were clenching, but like restriction feels like it, it's tied in with resistance. Mm-hmm. And as you, when you left, you felt back in control. Right, because you mm-hmm. were not allowed to be in control of your life when you were in there. When you walked out, you were back to okay, my life is mine again. Right. I get to do whatever I want. <laughs> like you release, you release the muscle for a second. Yeah, it, I mean, it's interesting. Did you know you were going to go home and do the coke? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then I think then then I do agree that there then there the relief of that one second of just letting go of being like, look, I got this. I know me. You're right. I know me. who I know who I am. <laughs> yeah, opened it up because yeah, the, the, because it's. It's so clearly a mental thing. Yeah. We're talking about seconds. Yeah. It goes back to the confidence for the constipated. Exactly. It, it, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the confidence is, oh, I can fucking let it fly. Coke yeah. makes you shit. The thought of Coke probably made you shit. The thought of going home and doing Coke, the thought of getting out of there yeah. was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm, also, I'm also struck by the similarity uh, with your time in those three or four days and with your childhood. Yes. You were constipated during childhood, even to the point of being uh, a, 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 a fecal hoarder, right? Yeah. So constipation was something that was, and then happened again in rehab. And it's almost Not like- Not only that too, but there was, I'm sorry, but there was one bathroom. And when he was a child, there was one bathroom. Right. And you both are staring God at damn. each other. You, you both are, are staring at each other, <laughs> right. being like, who gets to use it? Yeah. You, just, you opened saying there were five people, one bathroom, yeah. and, the time, and there was a window to go and Sorry, go ahead. No, exactly. So there you are. Right back as a as a as a child uh, 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 again in that same physical manifestation of childhood, yeah. not ready to deal with it yet, not ready to go there yet, and you leave, and as soon as you leave, 
the constipation goes away. You guys are good. <laughs> it's really good. I think you're absolutely right. And you had to go through that process, yeah, right? You had to. That's all part of the yeah. process, right? It's not a simple It's certainly the process. best. It's it's the it's the only thing I got out of that rehab experience. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean a great story for, co- for, for cocktail parties? Um, no, that awesome shit he took. Yeah. But you're right, though. Had I left there and just gone thinking I was better than this and just got like, I had to actually go home and, and live with the shame of like, you know, instead of that, that I, I just shit in a trash can. That was, well, in front of, on a Because you camera, wouldn't have felt shame. Camera. You wouldn't, like, because you were so, you, so this, sh- really the headline to your stay in rehab was I shit in a trash can? Yeah. Not I was in rehab. No. The shit, all, all, the shit also, then in my opinion, also protected you from yourself too, because again, you didn't have to think about coke. You don't have a problem. Yeah. The craziest thing that happened there, yeah. and that isn't the craziest thing. No. You were in rehab with sixteen-year-olds who were strung out on heroin. Yeah. And the thing you that the dark secret that you pushed away was shitting in a trash can, which really, in the grand scheme of things, is not. Yeah. Well, compared to the hell that was going on in there and the thing you were running away from. Yeah. I also think that while you were there, you were focusing a lot on the bathroom and on being constipated. And and, and, and yeah, and, and the room. And, not, and what and were not you the not real problem. focusing? As a, yeah. you know, that was a uh, maybe your mind found that as a thing to focus on. It was a great excuse. Hundred percent, because that because I had gone through another rehab after this, and it, that was exactly the thing. The thing that I was focused on was way different than that. Mm, but, but there was something, something you fixated you, on. You in. This time I stayed the whole time and extra, but like the next time I stayed 45 days. But uh, I wasted the, the reason I spent the extra 15 days is I wasted the first week and a half uh, lashing out at other things that really were not, yep. uh, mm-hmm. had nothing to do with. It just had to do with the, you know, you're in there and you're, you know, uh, physically addictive or not, you, you, the thing that you use to cope, you you lose. Yeah. And then you're just there, just kind of like in your own mind and in your own, you know, just trying to, you feel like you want to crawl out of your fucking place to be. That's also, why you use. Yeah. Also part of the process, right? So it's like, you know, you, you have to run out of that those excuses or those things that those other things you have to yeah. get, you have to, you have to hit push bottom. past that you have to yeah. push yeah. past that but you didn't have the time yet you weren't ready you didn't have the time yeah. whatever it was and you hadn't hit your rock bottom which was shitting <laughs> shitting in, in broad daylight in front of a, a video yeah. camera it's, yeah. either, it's either rock bottom or it was the beginning it's well that's the same yeah i guess you're right you're right yeah um it's. I mean, it was very. It was very literally rock bottom. It, I, the, the stuff. That, <laughs> I mean, it was about pretty high. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm also always impressed with people who can sh- like the, my, my Jew brain goes to. Oh, that's very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Not as disgusting or it's so embarrassing. It's like you could really fall and hurt yourself. <laughs> Like, just the dangling legs. I mean, they're not made for that. Yeah. Michael, they're just not made for that. You're lucky that you're here to tell the tale because, I mean, the amount of spinal cord injuries we yeah. see from people who are hopping off. I've actually, before uh, before coming on, uh, like, uh, last night I went on uh, Google Earth, the magic of Google Earth. I went back and did a street view oh. and pushed in to see if what my other options were, if I had other outs. It lo- I don't see the- Is ca- the trash can still there? There is a trash can there. I, I don't know for sure if it's the same. I guarantee you it's not the same one. <laughs> I don't know. Tarzan has always been pretty slow when it comes <laughs> to these. Are, there's actually more trash cans now. There's these the, those pebble outside ones. And the, I don't remember being that that nice of a trash can. Yeah. But it was definitely a- Might have catalyzed that change. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it looks know, like they moved if we put the nicer phone. trash cans here, yeah. someone yeah. put <laughs> shit on them. <laughs> uh, they probably don't the top spot. I have the feeling, though, like on the camera that they're looking back there just like chewing on being like, it's happening again. Yeah, exactly. At least he's getting- in the fucking to- I have a feeling in. that kid, the street kid, was on his way up there to take a shit, probably. Yeah. Well, guess I'm going in my pants again. Um, so, just to get back, you, so you didn't tell this story for forever. 
Then you told it uh, at a table with your friends. Yeah, and I didn't really tell a funny version of it. I, I mean, I didn't tell. I, I don't yeah. even think I went into the whole thing about the, uh, the, the. I just kind of like when I was. I mean, they knew I was in rehab, and yeah. one of them, in fact, was uh, instrumental in getting me there. Um, uh, but it, it was. It, it, it was just kind of like I think they asked the questions like let me I think the first was let me ask questions like was that your rock bottom was that, they asked yeah. that very same question um, and then you know uh, it, but I didn't tell it again I didn't tell I told it to I told it to maybe one other person and I I'm pretty sure I've never told my wife any any wow. feelings right now yeah, about so how are you feeling right now that this is out that you know your wife will uh, she will here's here, uh, she uh, she actually she does not love. Uh, uh, she 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 doesn't listen to the podcast. She she's a Most huge uh, she's a huge uh, crazy ex girlfriend fan, uh, and oh, okay. she wouldn't even listen when. I mean, she's she's never been obsessed with the show since Friends. She, up until now, she only watched reruns of Friends and Friends. She watches, <laughs> and I watch it with her. I also enjoy the show. You're like this like, is great, honey. You know, I write for comedy. Yeah. Shows. She's like, no. she's like, everything else is garbage. Yeah. The, actually, ult- the ultimate of comedy writer's wife. Yeah. I only watch Friends. Nothing's been good yeah, since yeah. then. <laughs> you know, I work on network comedies. Yeah. I do quite well. Yeah. I married someone who hates what I do. Yeah, yeah. and I, um, I, I, I tried to get her to listen to um, Brad's. No, not Brad's. To uh, to uh, Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Yes, yes, Rachel. Because what that was on the first of the season, and then she was like, and then I was like, hey, White Josh. I think White yeah. Josh. That was White Josh, right? Oh, we had uh, we had Pete Garner oh, we, who plays Daryl. Pete Garner, okay. and then we had um, uh, we had Scott Michael Foster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we didn't we didn't have White Josh. Yet. So I tried to uh, I tried to get her to listen, and she was like, she's she's a couple of times I have those I go to sleep I, every night listening to podcasts, mostly yours. It, one of the reasons I felt like I needed to come on too <laughs> was like I was pissed for the years the show wasn't on because like. The podcast I was listening, I was like, oh, I'm tired of this one. I'm tired of that one. And I'd oh, listen to, uh, oh, nice. and uh, and so I go to I'm, I go to sleep listening. To but I put the headphones on those ones that's that okay. are headbands, you know. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, and sometimes I have them on inside out. My wife goes, turn it off, turn it because you're just sitting there hear. hearing shit talking. She out. can't hear. So this is not her area. It's not, it's not her area. It's not friends. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's it, yeah. but she she doesn't have. It's not. She's that. She just doesn't understand it, and she doesn't. Uh, but again, like again, having kids, it's you just live in shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not even that much of a. Um, she'll probably more. Her issue with it might be more with the the drug stuff. I don't know. That, so that's well, that's that's really interesting to me, and you know, we don't have to get into this, but Absolutely. you know, like this is part of who you are. Thank you for coming on and telling oh. the story. I, so, well, I guess first question is, how do you feel now that you're saying it? Because really. You've only told this story three times. Yes. And this is the most in-depth you've ever told it. And it's this is a public forum. Yeah. Your wife, the person you're... But you told me you only had four listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know two of them. <laughs> um, no, uh, and my mom stopped listening. <laughs> I, and actually, I do feel, and, and this is what I was told, and this is another reason I want to, I, that it feels uh, cathartic. A bit. Like, that's what uh, mm. the, the, Matt Zimmon had told me that. He feels yeah. that it just felt like a... It feels, yeah, it... Uh, it I I wonder. Uh, I I'm also I'm in therapy my whole life. I'm in couples marriage counseling. Yeah. Uh, I, I love all that stuff. Yeah. Um. But I do wonder if it's something that you might want to tell your wife because to me this is not a shit story. I mean, it, yeah. it, I mean I love it. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, and and most of the time they're not shit stories. I just yeah. I think it's very quick. P- people are very quick to be like, oh shit, I don't like shit humor. Well, that's fine. But like this is about the human condition. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and your story is, it's a beautiful story actually. And it's very, it's very honest and it's, it's part of who you are. Um, and I wonder, I wonder how important it is that like you, I don't, that you share that with someone 
who you share your life with. It's just like yeah. because this is what a time in your life, and I mean, or maybe not. I, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. But I'm glad you're here telling it. Well, certainly tell it, it now it. because there's a chance that somebody will hear it. <laughs> it's like, or or that someday, like uh, my kids will Google my name to want to hear it. I would respect the shit out of it as 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 your kids though, because I think the best thing you can do as a parent is be honest with them and not pretend as if. Life yeah. isn't hard, and people don't, and that, and that parents are human. And it's a cautionary tale. Don't do cocaine, or you're gonna yeah. shit in a trash can. Like yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do, like, I, and I honestly do think, and I, I did. I was very eager to hear, like, and, and and curious to die. I didn't even really try to go down any roads of like making, uh, you know, too many um, connections of things like that. But like, it was uh, what I learned from listening to your show is that uh, that um, you know. Uh, um, an unexamined shit is a shit not worth taking. <laughs> I guess it would be a shit, unexa- a shit unexamined is a shit not worth taking. It's the most beautiful thing anyone has ever said on our show. But, but I think, but I, in a lot and of regards, choice. because I have thought about, like, I've even thought about, like, the shitting thing of, like, in my hangers, I should have, like, like, you know, even thinking about, is there a God? Is like, if there was, why did he make us have to shit? And why yeah. would he just have to just absorb into our bodies? Right. And I think that the answer to that, whether it's biology or whether it's a, a higher, uh, you know, creator, is that, like, it tells you, like, if I'd been paying, if you pay attention to your shit, you know how your health is, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, yeah. whether that's mental health or whether that's physical health. But yep. it's like, what your body's been telling me, like, I'm constantly, you need water, asshole. <laughs> Drink some fucking water. Sure, you need water. Sure. You need yeah. to stop doing cocaine. Yes, you need exactly. to let go a little bit. You need yeah. to meditate. Yeah. Well, you talked about how, how vile the smell is when it's really bad. I think that's also, like, a warning, you know. Yeah. You know. It's your, your body, your, your body, people, your body is telling you. sick, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, it's evolutionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For I sure. mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of function there. The sicker you are, the worse things smell. Yeah. So that, and that's yeah. And then actually, that is a um, another AAism of that they say all the time is you're only as sick as your secrets. And they 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 say tell your secrets and you know it doesn't have to be to everyone. They didn't say to do it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's because they haven't touched those in forever. But that's the new one. Revising. Uh, I know it's coming out. It's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. I gotta think this is something that, you know, a sponsor would be very proud of because this is this is a deep dark secret. Yeah, this this is this is just real deal shit, and it's then it's the 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 part of these kinds of things and these kinds of experiences that are less discussed. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think people often when you hear about recovery stories, um, it's. Important to hear the the real the real depths the real the real low sure. points and you hear the tr- and you hear the trip ups too not just to hear the time it took absolutely. but the times it didn't take yes and then you see yeah. and you look back and you see well those trip ups were were steps they sure. weren't just they weren't failures they weren't mm-hmm. you didn't you don't you don't you didn't just uh, start stop and start over yeah you know they're chipping away a little bit so yeah. like you leaving caused you in a way, to shit in that fucking yeah. <laughs> trash yeah. can, yeah. which then became something that you had to live with and deal with, which then oh, yeah. affected you and your choice and what kind of rehab to go next time and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And one thing leads to the next. It's all part of that process. Yeah. yeah. I just realized now that that guy showing up was probably coming from my bed. The guy who showed up and laid on the bench because it was, the place bed. was full. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. I, yeah, I just freed up. Yeah. 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 That and is, he got, and that he is, got your bathroom instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is two. Yeah. Oh my God. He didn't have the best day. Yeah. That wasn't, yeah, yeah, a, that yeah. wasn't his best but day. But he was sent from a higher power to yeah. be there for you. 
to especially shame you. Um, Your rock bottom might have given him his. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what am I what's doing the, my life? I'm laying the, on a bench with my head. Butterfly effect of this <laughs> is unreal. Uh-huh. I, I got to say also, and uh, is, it's never done, too. This is your, your story is not done, and your, your fight with, with you, this disease is never done. So I, from the very little I know, but I, knew, I do know some, I like this for your sobriety because I think this is you continuing to acknowledge the disease and the strength of the disease and, yeah, and, right. um, and uh, to really face it. I think it's very brave that you're doing it oh, and, um, uh, and sharing it with us. It's, it, and it's, it, I think it is a, it's a, it is a brave story. And I am, and I'm just proud of you for shitting like no one was watching. <laughs> yeah, what a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah, now that it's out there, I imagine maybe the uh, maybe the video will go viral. Yeah, <laughs> we really got good. to get to that security oh footage. God. God, we got to get to that security oh. footage. Look, look, we're very high powered uh, writers in Hollywood. Yeah. Let's pull some strings and be like, what do we have to do? Yeah. to get a hold of this footage. We know the date, the time. Let's just get it. <laughs> I mean, if it was today, there's just cameras everywhere. Yeah, I know. If there definitely would have been. Someone would have had it with their phone at yeah, this point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that kid the, walking the, up probably. The, the, yeah. Junkies have them. Yeah. Um, um, this is great. Michael, thank you so much for coming mm-hmm. on. Thank you, guys. All right, well, that was Michael Penny. I mean, wow. Yeah, it was a, it was a deep and... Also hilarious yeah. uh, exploration into a, a really unique and, and ch- challenging, but I think all too relatable, you know, experience, life know. experience. Yeah. So I'm proud of him for coming on. I think it was, I think it was great. I, it, yeah, it had, it had everything I look for in a story. <laughs> totally. You know, I like a little heart with my shit stories too. And there's a lot of heart there. Um, so yeah, be sure to check out Michael. We didn't, I think we were so wrapped up. We didn't even get him to promote his Twitter account. He's very funny. Uh, it's at Michael Penny and he spells his last name P E N N I E. Um, so be sure to check him out. Um, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Please continue to, to reach out to us and, and try to, and touch us, uh, um, electronically. Uh, you can do that by tweeting at us at the Doug Mand and at Jack Dolgen. That's D O L G E N. You can call us on the shit hotline at one seven eight six Hold It N. That is the letter N. And you can email us at duty calls with Doug Mand at gmail.com. We'd love getting all of your your tweets, your Charmin slogans, your stories, all of it. We read them all. We appreciate them all. You are the lifeblood of this show. You're what keeps it going, and we appreciate it. So thank you so much. And uh, keep listening and tell your friends. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.